Hey everybody, welcome to MindRise. I am your host, Ian Philo. This podcast is designed to help find solutions to everyday mental blocks. Its goal is to provide you with the tools to rise and break through your own barriers. In the game of life, we can be our own worst enemies. I created this podcast in response to my own battles with my mind. Instead of sinking further down, join me to commit to a more positive perception of ourselves and those around us. Hello, everybody. Thank you for joining again for yet another episode of the Mind Rise podcast. I am your host, Ian Philo, and we have been going strong, guys. We have been going strong. Uh, started this podcast on October 23rd, I believe, or the end of October, and I've been releasing an episode every single week up until that point. Um, really excited and I'm honored and grateful and really encouraged by the reach that this podcast has had. For those of you that follow me on Instagram, I posted a new country that got added to the list in regards to where this podcast is reaching and it was actually Portugal and I was like, wow, so far, including the United States, the Mind Rise podcast has reached eight different countries that's right eight and among those countries um a lot of the people that have tuned in i assume have been followers from my instagram so thank you for all of you that have tuned in and listened even if it was just one episode i really want to personally thank you because it means a lot even if you're just listening to one episode um that's that means the world to me because it shows that people do care and they do want to hear what I have to say. And even if I didn't have that reach at this point, it I, I really just enjoy recording for the sake of recording. And I started this for a, a very personal reason, not to gain notoriety or followers in any means whatsoever, but just to sort of use it as a catharsis for my own stuff that I'm going through in emotions and really help myself to vocalize and verbalize things out that I normally wouldn't in everyday life. Yeah, so thank you again, everyone. I really appreciate your constant support. And for those of you that do post reviews and give feedback and are weekly listeners, y'all are the best. Now, away from that tangent, getting into our topic, this week we are going to be talking about money and relationships. And before I get into the details of this, I want to address all the naysayers. I have not been in a relationship as long as some of my other listeners might have been, so my advice may not be as weathered or experienced as some of the other people listening. So definitely keep that in mind. Take what I say with a grain of salt. If you're skeptical, that's okay. Um, I'm just going to do my best to communicate what I figured out so far in regards to Money, relationships, the stress accompanied with that, and how to navigate that, because 
it has definitely been something that has come up a lot in my relationship and it has been very difficult to get through at certain points in time because I have found that I am gen that I'm generally someone who kind of worries and stresses and values money probably a little more than I should and I've had to go through a lot of growth and I'm continuing to go through growth and growth in this respect it has not been solved yet um I think it's humbling to talk about stuff that you're still going through. Sometimes we all get trapped in the mindset of, yeah, I struggled with this in the past, but I don't anymore. And there's nothing wrong with projecting and vocalizing if you're still struggling with something. So I just want to make that clear before I get any further. So money is often a common source of bickering among many couples they fight over how one or both people are spending money. They fight over how much money is coming into the household. They fight over who's contributing more, who has the say, who's the breadwinner, who has the authority. All this stuff can really get messy very fast. It can be very easy to take a selfish approach to money. For example, depending on who makes more, it can oftentimes be weaponized to use to be used against someone else in an argument. I found in the past sometimes even if I'm really frustrated, I would leverage that or leverage the fact that I make more money or that um, my significant other isn't making enough and use that as a, as a weaponization in an argument. And it's just, it's not good, guys. Don't do it. Um, I have definitely been learning a lot about how to reframe my mind and look at things a lot more subjectively instead of black and white. And even if there is no ground to argue, um, sometimes if some someone is having a bad day or bad financial status, it could be used as a grudge towards another person if things aren't going right. So please don't get caught in the cycle of just holding a grudge towards someone because they're not contributing enough. It's one thing if they're, you know, just a, just a homebody and just laying around all day and not making any active efforts to contribute anything, whether it be monetarily, emotional support. It's one thing if they're just absolutely doing nothing, but if they're actively trying to help and that's, that's their means right now, that's the means of which they have financially bringing in and it's not really up to par but they're still actively trying definitely acknowledge that and do not push that to the side because it can be very easy like i said earlier to look at things in a very black and white way when your life is dominated by finances and i found that this tends to be more of a stressor when you move out and you're sharing expenses with someone um i'm sure it it especially gets more interesting in marriage for those of you that are listening that are married. And it's just difficult. It's really hard. It's one of the, the biggest reasons why couples get in fights is finances. Now there is communication. Um, there's, there's like a few key reasons or core reasons why arguments happen. And this is definitely one of them. Some couples feel 
like their money concerns are never ending and they are never going to have enough. That's definitely me. Um, I have a lot of uncertainty and anxiousness that I have to work through still in regards to my or our sustainability as a couple and paying bills and especially with stuff coming up in our lives that requires more financial expenses. It's difficult at times. Financial insecurity can overwhelm other aspects of the relationship. Typically, each couple has their own pattern of unresolved arguments regarding finances. It definitely can go both ways. I probably am more guilty of this than than Delaney is um, because I just have more of a problem with this. I wish I'm trying to actively approach and and obtain her mindset in regards to finances because she's wonderful and amazing and just has such a good approach mentally on it because of her upbringing and her environment. Um, I found that 7 out of 10 couples report that money causes tension in their relationship. That may be why so many couples avoid the topic entirely, particularly in the early stages of a relationship. Again, this typically doesn't come up until you start living together, talking about marriage, engagement, start sharing the load on expenses. Typically doesn't happen when you first meet someone and you're in the honeymooning stage. I think that we can all tell a lot about a person by the way they handle their money. That's also something very interesting and a very, a very, uh, important topic to kind of cover as well how people manage their finances does tell a lot are they are they reckless with their spending do they have excessive credit card debt are they on time with their payments are they just trying to treat themselves too much and not really understanding the balance of where this all goes are they keeping a ledger do they have a spreadsheet is there budget are they living within their means If they're not, like, why do they have the tendency to spend more? Why do they have the tendency to manipulate and and use another person's money for their own financial gain? These are all important questions you have to ask yourself when you're getting in a relationship with somebody. And I've heard of situations in the past, and I can't imagine this, I honestly, where one or the other person in the relationship will... Um, you know, like take the person's credit card and just run it up and buy excessive things. And the other person won't end up finding out until they get their statement in the mail or online through email. And they're like, what the heck? And I can't imagine that. And that's just, that's got to be horrifying to work through. And I'm very grateful that I don't have to personally deal with that. Too often, I think disagreements about money have little to do with money itself and more to do with issues of control, security, self-esteem, and love. Um, We all need to think carefully as we discuss money issues with our partners to make sure there isn't a larger problem at the core. So I kind of mentioned this earlier. When we're talking or arguing with our partners, it can be very easy to just weaponize that argument of money and avoid the actual core issue that you're going through. So for instance, for example, say you're having an argument about one person that doesn't feel like they're getting enough emotional attention or emotional value from the relationship and 
they just feel like the other person isn't noticing them enough and they don't feel just valued as a person. It can be very easy, especially if you're the one bringing in more finances, to get really offended and defend yourself almost automatically. And what I mean by that is someone could bring up this issue and be like, hey, yo, I just feel like I like I haven't been in your in your focal point lately. I just kind of feel f- for like you forgot about me. I just need some attention. It could be very easy to strong arm and manipulate that situation. Be like, what the heck are you talking about? I bring in all this money. Look at what I'm doing for this household. I work my you know I work my ass off bringing in finances every single week, paying for the bills upholding the house, taking care of the utilities, and you're complaining about XYZ, how selfish of you. So with that, as you can see with that situation played out, um, it, it can really be horrible how easy it can be to take that in a selfish way and just and just really let money corrupt your heart and your mind. Because in that situation... The partner was just seeking emotional value and help, and and even if they were trying to contribute the best that they could, they were just wanting to be heard or or acknowledged more, and it was very easy for the opposite partner in that sense to get offended because they didn't feel like they were being appreciated enough. So definitely be wary of that um, when you're in a relationship where people may have unequal yokes in regards to how much finances they're bringing in. I've even seen this in the past. This is another example. Um, This doesn't happen too often, but I've met guys that get like super insecure if if their wife or their girlfriend makes more than them. It like infringes on their masculinity and then they get even more set off and, and angry and there's just so many different levels how money can really demolish something good and pure at heart. Remember, it's a tool. It's not meant to become an idol. And unfortunately, it can be very, very, very easy to get sucked into that. Oftentimes, my issues with money don't necessarily come from a bad place. They are rooted in my insecurity about being able to provide for myself and my partner long term, which is very true. Especially if you're in a situation where you are the main breadwinner at the moment and you stress over money, your stress over money is almost impossible to avoid. Um, And that can be hard. That can be extremely difficult when the root isn't really your money. The the root of your distress isn't the money, it's it's your insecurity and and your anxiousness about being able to sustain what you have for the future. And that can be crippling, believe me, I know. And for those of you that understand what I'm talking about, that even started out with less, I, I feel for you guys. Um, it's, it's one of those things that you really have to have healthy, sit down, heart to heart with your partner to understand where, you, where your values lie in regards to finances. If you and your partner are on the same page with your financial values and behaviors, then no matter how low your account balance gets, It likely won't lead to a fight. Instead, when things get difficult, you may be more likely to support one another and work together to get back on track. And ultimately, that's the goal, right? 
ultimately that's the main goal when you're struggling with finances, but you have someone by your side to support you. The main goal is to work through things together, to not get hostile against one, one another, and understand that you're a unit, that you're a team, and no matter what happens, that you'll figure it out together collectively. If you're struggling to identify your money values, start with your priorities first in the other areas of your life. Money is simply a tool to get what we want in our lives. So let's say you prioritize health, stability, family. Those priorities can also be your financial values. I've always been pretty vocal about expressing my concerns in the financial realm, and my partner is great at being understanding and empathetic, so thank you. Sometimes, more often than not, I get a little overkill with this stuff. Money is all I think about for the entirety of the day at points, and it seems to be more in the spotlight now than ever because of student loans, rent payment, insurance, groceries, other expenses, utilities, but... Lo and behold, I am beyond blessed to have someone who makes budget Excel spreadsheets and understands how to really help me and ease my mind in regards to these situations. I think it's important that we all try to understand your partner's perspective on money. Compromise is often essential. It's fine to disagree on some issues but don't let them get in the way of your overall goals as a couple. And I think that's really important, and which is why you need to have those heart-to-heart conversations and those sit-downs, because if you don't do that, then it's just going to get buried, and people are going to hold grudges, and people are going to get bitter and angry and resentful, and they'll act out in envy, jealousy, rage over something as stupid as financial contribution. And I want to address, and it's obviously not stupid, it's important, but if you're not in the right headspace about it, it can destroy everything. For some couples, it's important to keep a budget, which includes tracking all spending on a weekly or monthly basis, and I think it's valid to discuss these options with your partner. Some people, they don't need spreadsheets. Some people, they just have like an internal budget clock about what their bank account balance is and what is going in and what is going out. Eventually, it's not a bad idea to really buckle down and start looking at where your money's going because that might humble you and make you reframe your spending habits in the future. Don't let money to continue to have a negative impact on your relationship if it already is. This is definitely this is definitely at me, so I need to work on this. Um, and I am grateful for the progress that I have made thus far. You can choose to work through problems and learn to manage your differences in a healthy way. By starting this process, you are showing your partner that you value them enough to be the best and you that you want the best possible relationship that you can have. So it's important to talk through this stuff and not just, like I said earlier, let it get buried under the rug in a form of grudge, begrudgment or resentment. And unfortunately, a lot of people don't want to talk about these things. But if you're still listening and you've made it this far in the podcast, I want to encourage you, if it's a problem, please talk about it, whether it's with you and your significant other or someone else or a counselor. 
it's important that you work through these things and navigate through these things because it is one of the main pillars of sustainability in a relationship. This stuff is important to talk about because it really can have a huge negative impact on your life if you let it, especially when you're in a relationship, it becomes easier to shift the blame off of you and onto someone else. What used to be your own inability to manage your finances can quickly become someone else's if you do not take financial accountability for your spending habits. And it can be, that's a very valid point as well. When you're infused within a relationship, it can be easy to shuttle the blame onto someone else, shuttle your own, um, your own lack of concern or control on someone else you made me do this i never have enough so i have to supplement my love with buying extravagant things and it's just an example but you can see how this can be a, a hard thing to really work through if you don't take the time to work through it and that's that's pretty much what I have for the topic today. Obviously, money is a hard thing to navigate through singularly on your own as well. But I specifically wanted to talk about money and its integration in relationships because when we end up finding someone or when we're with someone eventually who we are a team with and we share our finances with, we have to make sure... It's imperative to get on the same page and on the same wavelength because it can be very easy to get selfish with your spending habits and finances and be like, this is mine, this is yours, leave me alone, you're out of it, I'm in it, I make more, I deserve more, you make less, you deserve less. It's so easy to point fingers and we can't do that if we're expected to have a sustainable relationship. And that's just my opinion. Perhaps there is a model where it is unbalanced and weighted differently and people have found out ways to work through that and make it work and if they have then more power to them i guess i'm mostly collectively talking about my own personal experience and how what model has basically worked for me in regards to how i talk about finances with my significant other so i hope this was helpful guys if it was please um DM me on Instagram at philo.arts. For those of you that have watched and listened through the entirety of this podcast, thank you. There's going to be another one fresh out next week, as always. I really appreciate you taking the 23 minutes out of your day to listen to me talk again. So thanks a lot, and I'll see you guys next week.